Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a movie and TV show podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Dom. And tonight's TV show season for debate is Home Improvement Season 1. Dom, we are here. How are you, my man? Very good. Very good, my friend. Um, It's great to be here and great to be doing a TV show as well we've done a lot of like 90s films and a few other films and obviously we do one tree hill it's great to do a tv show that we both kind of blitz through and that we can chat about yeah that's good i'm glad i'm glad we're here glad we're doing it excited excited to talk about it and unpack it all what about you mate how are you doing um i feel (laughs) i feel good i mean i feel like we should should we not grunt to get into the mood into the frame like let me hear your best Dom the tall man, Taylor Grunt. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I'm not. I can do that, but that's it's more the. No, that's a bit. Oh, that's that's a bit growly. That's good. <laughs> well, I'm so it. It took you two days to watch mm. the entire season of season one which is insane because it took me about two and a half weeks i in fact told you about it after i'd been watching home improvement for about a week and a half when i when i was on episode 15 i thought okay best tell dom now so then we can be at the same level you said you were unsure if you were going to be able to do it in time and then i questioned your manhood (laughs) this is a very home improvement type situation yeah um and then you just went straight through it and blitzed it in two days i mean what do you say to that well all i can say is that there was almost like a gauntlet thrown down by you at one point and i thought you know i don't want to i don't want to let you down mostly but I don't want to okay. let my I don't want to let myself down, and I don't want to let our listeners down because they, you know, have this faith and this belief in me that I can watch things at an incredible rate, and uh, I think I proved it with this show. I think you certainly did, <laughs> and yeah, it's great. I mean, it arrived on Disney Plus in the UK, uh, like literally a few weeks ago. There it was. I've been wanting to rewatch it. So let, let's start there. Let's start with your history with Home Improvement. Uh, did did you watch it as a kid? Do you remember it on TV? And then while you do that, allow me to put on this Home Improvement hat. Nice, nice. Was this a new addition? No. So the hat that I'm wearing now, that Ethany says um, is criminal and I shouldn't be allowed to wear it because she doesn't like me in the hat um there's not many hats that she approves of but this this is one that she does does not approve of i bought this ages ago like maybe a couple years ago Hmm. uh from ebay it's like a an original promo hat from from the 90s it's just got the it's like a snapback with the home improvement logo sort of embroidered on there (laughs) i think it's quite cool and i thought well if we're doing this, I think I should wear the hat. What do you think? You hate the hat? Uh, I'm not keen on it. It's okay. But can I, can I, do you want honesty? Is it because my head's too big for it's it? N- nothing to do with your head. It's to do with the hat itself. When you put okay. it on, so let's yep. whack it on from a distance. Because like, yep. so I'm sitting far away and you're sitting far away from your camera. Mm-hmm. It, it's a little bit Papa John's-y, like Papa John's delivery. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm saying. It's just a bit Papa John's-y. 
and um, looks yeah, like you looks like you're out, out on the bike tonight, mate, <laughs> delivering some pizzas. Does better pizza, better ingredients? <laughs> uh, yeah, it does. What is it? Is it? Is the green um, under the brim? I think it's the green and the, and the white. Like there seems to be the shape of the logo from a distance looks a bit Papa Johnsy. Maybe it's the color of the logo. I'm not sure, but yeah, it spells pizza delivery guy to me <laughs> a little bit <laughs> rather than home improvement. If it was a dark hat, maybe it would be different. But there are some. Uh, black ones on eBay. Maybe I'll get you one. Would you wear a home improvement hat? Sure. I don't wear hats often, but I'd, I'd wear one for like season two. For okay, good. Right. So I have um, what's been known as like a moon face, frying <laughs> pan face, um, big head, big. But actually, my it's not my head isn't. It's not that my head is that big. It's more that my face is kind of just like the moon, I guess. And so certain hats don't work. But what I've learned over the years is it's the side of the brim. If the side of the brim goes past your forehead, then you're good. Like the hat works. It's some hats I've had where the brim sort of stops before it's getting to like your hairline. So yeah. I actually think this hat fits okay, and I'm actually quite comfortable in it. But now, yeah, now I feel like a bit pizza boy. Is it too? It's too low. What it's quite. Saying? It's quite square fronted, so it does make your head look a lot larger than it is. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's not what we want. So, so what are you saying? I need a shallow hat. No, I mean maybe. Can you pull the hat down anymore? Oh. F- <laughs> Like, is that better? Like it's rest. It like it looks like it looked like the hat was like resting on your head rather than actually being on. Which, okay, you know, that looks a bit is better. It... it still looks quite high. It looks better. It looks better. There's there's definite improvement, but you're still out on the moped <laughs> delivering pizzas. <laughs> well, if it was like backwards, no, too old for that. Just too old. Bit free ninjasy that wasn't it? That was cold. <laughs> yeah, when he's okay painted himself uh, white. This looks. I think this is it. That's Still better. too big, uh, you know. I'm not sure that's going to change, but maybe, maybe. it's because the hat's a bit too big because it's getting to your ears, isn't it? So obviously it's got nowhere to go. So <laughs> I think sometimes maybe if you got a big head, you just got to deal with it, haven't you? <laughs> just got. If yeah. you want to wear a hat, you're going to look like you got a big head in it. That's it. Just move on. But no one's going to think that my head is like up here. You know, it's like, like that alien on American Dad. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Roger. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, sorry, this is... They might on. think it's up there. When I put a hat on, like for me, which is rare, I quite like my head to be touching the top of the hat. But yours oh, isn't. Yeah. Well, this, no, no, it's not. That's, yeah. There's air. There's just space there. Yeah, I don't like the space. I'd rather have my head fully in the hat. No, it's not. That looks that better. That is how, if it was fully in, it's too... Okay. Well, I'm sorry, this has gone off track. Dom, <laughs> what's your history of Home Improvement? I used to watch Home Improvement on TV, so there's there's a few episodes that I watched when, well, on the rewatch that I remembered. Um, uh, a lot of it's quite predictable anyway, but it, it, was, it was good. It was nice sort of nostalgic TV, but there's a lot of outdated humor in it shall we say in comedy but i think there's also a lot of pushback which is good but we'll talk about that when we get into it other than that it was just kind of watching it on tv when it was there i'm pretty sure this was a channel four kind of go-to show um which you know was always would always make me laugh when it was on 
I, I didn't realise how grown up this programme really is. So but, many sex jokes. Yeah, oh, so many. Like an unbelievable amount of sex jokes or like d- dick jokes, particularly, yeah. you know, you know, like mm-hmm. oh, just especially from the wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's and she's great as well. She's like the perfect counterbalance to him. Definitely. But we'll yeah, we'll get into that. What about you? Um Yeah, I loved home improvement growing up. I mean, this is very this is like a staple 90s show i definitely didn't see every episode so it's one of them when when we were in that time period there was if you didn't catch it live there was no way of seeing it again unless obviously you're going to see it on rerun uh, reruns and repeats but mm-hmm. so i definitely saw like odd episodes but from all different seasons because i remember you could kind of uh note how far into the show you are by how grown up the the free boys are right and because i know there's seven seasons so there's no spoilers there is there obviously towards the end they're like full-on teenagers and so i and i remember specifically like tracking jonathan taylor thomas because he was in a lot of stuff uh, a lot of movies and things that i liked um Oh, I'm forgetting what it's called. The Christmas movie. I'll be home for Christmas. Love that movie. Um, we'll have to cover that. So have you seen that one? Possibly. I'm not sure. He gets glued into like a Santa suit and then has to get across the country to get home for Christmas. It's like a it's like a Disney made for TV movie, but did did pretty well, I think. So it has a bit of like a cult following. But he was yeah. in things like that and, you know, lots of other things. And yeah, so I remember really enjoying it, but it was, it, yeah, I'd never sort of saw it all the way through and then I had never seen it since, but always held it in high regard as like a special place. And I wanted to watch it again and looked for it on Disney Plus when we, when I first, when Disney Plus sort of first came around, but it wasn't there. So really pleasantly surprised that it's now there. I don't really understand that. I guess that maybe some of these shows, because Disney owns everything, some of these shows must have, uh, like some sort of litigation or old contracts where it takes a bit of time before they're able to release it onto the platform do you think something like that like why wouldn't it have been available straight away yeah maybe something like that where they have to buy certain rights off of people or um pay someone a certain amount of money to to show it because it's all like even in the credits you see it says based on the stand-up comedy of tim allen and so mm-hmm. on and so on and so on so there, there might be things written in that says if this is going to be shown anywhere else then they have to be you know included or whatever you know you know you never know do you so um was it a was it a buena vista production yeah yeah i think so so maybe there was just some like paperwork uh, additional paperwork they had to like get complete rather than just like dumping everything onto um disney pass but maybe they do it strategically as well there's like strategic um releases Release. you never know mm. do you so yeah that'd yeah. be interesting to find out though but yeah yeah well it's great that it's there and it's so speaking of tim allen so i all i knew or know of tim allen is home improvement buzz lightyear the santa claus movies jungle to jungle which i loved did you ever watch that in the 90s i would have watched it with you at some point 
definitely. I can't remember anything really about it apart from it's kind of like George of the Jungle, but different, right? Yeah. He, like, brings a kid back from the jungle and then is in, like, you know, metropolitan life, something like that. Maybe it doesn't hold up today at all. Who knows? <laughs> but that would be a fun one to revisit. And that's it, really. And then I know that he is in a sitcom called The Last Man Standing that went for 11 years and I think that only just finished and I think it was kind of the flip of home improvement in that it was him but he had three daughters so he's like the last man standing in his house never seen an episode of it but have just heard about it through you know pop culture and whatever is that what Jill is in as well I think she's in that is she not I don't know. Is she in that as well? That'd I've got be crazy. A, I've got a feeling it's Patricia Richardson, isn't it? I've mm-hmm. got yeah. a feeling she's in that too, but I may be very mistaken. But I think that I've seen that is also on Disney Plus. So if we if we wanted to, we could potentially be doing eighteen seasons of Tim <laughs> Allen here. <laughs> we could smash that out easy. Yeah, well, you could. Well, so speaking of it, you said that it's based on tim allen stand up and it says that in uh the credits i listened to tim allen on mark maron's podcast uh this is a while ago maybe even a year ago whenever he was on there you know in the last year or so super interesting you know he went to prison like before he became famous no like he was uh i think he, he was like an alcoholic um and but i think this was for like um trying to take i think he was found with trying to take drugs over the border or something i may be misquoting that but and he spent a bit of time in prison and i think and the whole the podcast was amazing to listen to and it was about how he comedy but him getting into comedy has basically turned his life around i think he had a hard upbringing and, and all of those kind of things mm. it was inspirational and then he was into stand-up comedy and then they wrote this show for him based on his stand-up act which if there's like a five minute clip on youtube which is him doing this comedy act before home improvement exists and it's brilliant you could see why they did it but it's so much of the it's him being that character Uh, i'll send you a link to it afterwards but uh and he's doing all of the grunting and he even uses some of the jokes that gets later used in the show like he says something about a nail gun is like yeah you can you know nail catalogs to the fridge with it and stuff like that (laughs) it's brilliant i mean what what do you think about that whole his whole kind of shtick of being the like you know caveman more power it's kind of like it's very classic 90s dad isn't it there's that you know we need more and yeah i'm a man and this is a man's world kind of thing um and and then you have the like on the tv show it's like this is my domain and this is how it should be and more power and all the grunting and and all of that which is you know great and it's funny to see and then when you get home you see the kind of the complete opposite where he tries to be the man um and tries to be that more power and i'm in charge but he can't assert any dominance there at all because jill holds i think all the cards to be honest and Mm. she is that perfect counterbalance and all the lessons that he learns at home he then takes to his next show and shares yeah, on yeah. his next show and makes it look like he's this kind of well-rounded, 
kind of guy <laughs> and i suppose he is in a way but he he learns it all from jill doesn't he really and takes these lessons away and whatever he gets from wilson as well next door oh and wilson yeah exactly and and each episode really follows a formula doesn't it like something goes wrong it, it, it he comes out with his misogyny or uber masculinity sexism and all of that is in there and i could see how people could say you know that it's really dated and this that and the other but it's doing it on purpose mm. and so it's not like it's we're we're supposed as an audience we're meant to laugh at it because we know better as the viewer right and i think where if when people can't understand that then I don't think we need to hear your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like when people, but there are some things in there that wouldn't fly today. Like there was some like, there's, there was quite a few like transgender jokes or, oh, if, you know, my son was wearing a dress, like that kind of stuff. That's not cool. And that's very 90s. And if they were to do the show today, of course, that wouldn't be in there. And we don't support that. But when he has his sort of, misogynistic views it always gets found out to be buffoonery and he kind of pays the price in some way by having you know some table glued to his head or <laughs> his hands dyed green or whatever and then he'll go to go to the fence hidey ho neighbor get his advice and then he will ask how to spell whatever it is wilson's just said and then will regurgitate his that advice to jill or on tool time or wherever and he'll get it completely wrong or it'll be all mixed around and sound crazy and and then there you go you get a salute from al and there it is yeah i mean even when he's making these inappropriate comments saying like man power all of that they even put in the complaints board that they yes bring up. here's where you to write your complaint about you know tim basically saying things that he shouldn't be saying because women watch the show and so on and so forth. And um, Jill is right in every occasion. Jill is literally sets him straight mm. pretty much every episode. Like, don't touch the dishwasher. Don't yes. fuck up my dishwasher. Just leave it alone. Leave it as it is. It's like, no, we can get, you know, more power out of it. Blows a hole in, you know, the back of the side of the breakfast bar kind of thing and um, just screws up massively and does it in every episode. And it's Jill that puts him in his place every time. You know, Wilson gives him the, the kind of decent neighborly advice and tries to warn him and tries to help him through things, exactly like you said. And he doesn't always understand the the context of it or he doesn't always understand what Wilson's saying to him. He then goes and screws something up uh, and then Jill inevitably has to, you know, talk him through it and baby him a little bit to make sure he understands. And that's that's the perfect counterbalance element of it is that, yes, there's that kind of sexist element to it from his point of view, but it is intentional and it's given back and it's still saying, well, mm. you're a stupid man. That's the problem is that you, yeah. you believe in power and this and all that and you believe in your own hype, but you're an idiot. You know, but they obviously they love each other very much, so they're they're a really good pairing. I just found out she's in Last Man Standing for two episodes. Only. Oh, okay, not not Some like permanent character. Nice little cameos. Yeah. Well, yeah, that all of that is totally right, and it's also Tim is shown to be a good person. He's like a good dad. He's a good husband, and is yeah, and 
and he learns the lessons and is receptive to it and it is it is all very tongue-in-cheek so i mean yeah it's intentional it's intentionally offensive Mm. you know but it's not really that offensive there i mean like we said there are some transgender things and things around um there are some like homophobic comments and things that are definitely a sign of those times yeah but removing that i think it's safe viewing and fun like i really enjoyed watching it there's something really soothing about watching sitcoms from that time period where the internet doesn't exist and where everyone and it's like 90s problems and it really it really illustrates how the internet has kind of ruined the world like as in (laughs) there's so many great things for the internet obviously this we're podcasting right now and we love podcasting and it's made possible by us putting it on the internet we're using zoom now to to communicate and we're watching it on disney plus which is streamed and on the internet there's so many wonderful things about it but then there's also just so much uh where everybody's so connected it's like there's no freedom anymore or Mm. privacy and then do you does it feel quaint to you when you're watching it I mean, it, it's it's interesting having that feeling that that's a time that we remember and that's a time that we, get, we can, you know, appreciate and associate to because we lived it. You know, we were there. We, we went to the park with our friends in the day on our own without really worrying about anything, without having a phone to f- contact parents if it was getting late or whatever it would be like i'll run home tell them we're staying out a bit longer then run back you know that kind of thing yeah um and yeah social media has kind of destroyed all of that like the internet like you said and social media and stuff because it just you know covid didn't help as well having a huge pandemic that's not that's not been very helpful over the last few years but um yeah certainly like as as much as there's uh millions of benefits to internet and connecting across the globe there's also millions of um disadvantages to it as well for sure so let's talk about some of the characters should we we play a quick game the quick game is what character does dom immediately hate and remembered hating when he was a child but still hates him today i i hope it's the same character that i'm thinking oh there's one character that I didn't like back then and I also don't like now. Also a little bit because I know some of like his politics in real life. Oh, okay. Um, Bradley. It is Bradley, yeah. <laughs> I just immediately hated him. And I, I then remembered that I hated him when I watched it when I was a kid as well. So, yeah. yeah. Same. I didn't he's know about like his a politics super tr- He's like a super Trump supporter. Oh, okay. Put him in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I don't know too much to be able to, you know, bash bash him. But uh, yeah, I know that. I think he's quite quite right wing. You know, mm. not just right wing. I think he's very right wing. I think so. So I might be incorrect. Do your own research, people, <laughs> please. But um, yeah. Okay, well, that's good. What characters do you like? I mean, Dom, you basically are Al Ballin, are you not? I mean, except <laughs> for the fact that he, except for the fact that he's like, 
you know, alone and single and stuff. But you very much have our balling temperament. Uh, what in terms of you know, don't talk to me and I get everything right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. And ev- and everyone loves you. <laughs> it's basically like our podcast. Everyone loves you more than me. And I'm the one that puts all the effort in. That's basically. Uh, we know that's not true. I'm joking. I've got a big <laughs> head. It's fine. You've got a lovely head. Um, Al-, Al is a great character. I think he is good. He's funny. I I, I always thought there, there was more from Al. But I, I'm, I'm kind of guessing we'll get that in later seasons when we cover them. But. There wasn't a lot from him in this season. He was literally just on the show. The assistant, um, constant references to him being the assistant, um, which was funny because really he is the one that everybody likes. They all go on the show. We love our, we love our, you know, and it's it's hilarious. And it, that's kind of his purpose, isn't it? It's just to kind of make Tim look that little bit more stupid. And, you know, Tim comes on with all these ideas and he's like, we're going to do this now, aren't we, Al? And then makes himself look like a prat and Al's the one who has to fix it um which is great you know even like when they had that was it like a was it like a chinese wardrobe or something like that like really old chinese mm-hmm. wardrobe and he pulls the thing off it and it's like oh my god you know don't let him near anything there's all those moments where tim is just made to look like a fool um but al still somehow cops the brunt of it so maybe i am him um <laughs> uh, obviously i like tim and jill as a as a pairing a, a brilliant um wilson's good he again he's he has his kind of shot every episode doesn't he i don't like um i don't like bradley at all i don't like randy that much but i think he's like the accomplice because they bully mark they bully mark so fucking much like i i didn't realize this as well but how bullied mark is but so bullied on the other side of that he's kind of like proper little mummy and daddy's boy isn't he he's like their favorite kid you can tell you can tell poor mark you can tell though he's their favorite kid by miles he's like i know he's the baby but he's like he's the one they really look after the the one they care about the other two they're not fussed they're like I'm, I'm wild yeah well i'm i'm hoping that this bullying changes because it will get old if it goes on for like seven seasons yeah but we'll see hopefully he gives we'll it see. back a bit more because there's obviously you've got the good episodes where like they convince mark that they're aliens and that the parents are aliens <laughs> yeah. and then they he gets them back and there's there's moments like that so that's that's really good but we, i think we need more of that more of mark kind of getting his own back or mark and brad against randy or mark and randy against brad you know a bit of teaming up in multiple different ways rather than both of them always picking on uh, Mark. My my sister, when I was a kid, when I was like quite young, I don't know how old, but you know, like a young kid, she tried to convince me that, um, that note that she'd like, I'd come, she'd come downstairs and be like, who are you? Why are you in this house? (laughs) Oh my God. And I'd be like, don't say this. I'm going to tell mum and dad. She'd go, they're not your mum and dad. They don't know you. <laughs> Leave. Intruder. And she would try and convince me of this. It kind of <laughs> reminded me of when they were like, don't laugh at my childhood pain. That they, <laughs> When they're trying to take like Mark's, uh, they, he has to pay tax, little brother tax. Yeah. And, you know, like, did your brother ever do any stuff like this to you? I think my brother was more the hitting kind. Just, just physical violence. Just stick with the stick with the physical, you know, 
violence and abuses rather than the mental torment. I've told you about the spitting. Have I told you about the spitting? I don't think so. I'll tell you, I'll open up a bit more. So I, I, <laughs> okay. I was asleep in bed. I must have been... Oh, God. 10? And I was yeah. having a dream, like it was raining or whatever. And I, I, remember oh. wake, I remember waking up and my brother, my brother <laughs> used to be able to, you know that thing you can do, where you, people can spit through their teeth and it like sprays out. My brother was doing that, spitting at me whilst I was asleep. With, with water or just spit? Just spit. <laughs> like through his teeth, like, like uh. sp- spraying it out. And I woke up and was like, what the hell, mom? And like screamed. My mum told him off. I was covered in his spit. It was horrible. That's brothers, disgusting. Older brothers and sisters are just horrible. It's better Terrible to be people. the younger sibling. We're the better one by far. And mm. yeah. Just Favoured, preferred. They got all their mistakes out on the first one. Yeah, you know, exactly. Pre Or the previous iterations, you know. And, and I think we were smart enough to learn from their mistakes as well, because then we weren't stupid. Well, I was stupid for a while, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, good. Okay. Uh, well, and yes, Jill is wonderful, and she's the like the casting of Patricia Richardson is so important because they feel like they have really good chemistry. Like they feel like they are a married couple. There's has a dynamic relationship. It feels real. It feels lived in. It's great. I I couldn't imagine anyone else in her role. Uh, yeah, I can't either. I, what I really want to know, and I would love to find out, maybe um, maybe we can look into this a little bit further, is how much of her laughing was genuine? Because it mm. just seems so real and so natural. And yeah. how much of like Tim Allen just throwing a joke out and her not expecting it and the laugh being yeah. real. And then she just sort of carries on and she just keeps going, you know. It, it was perfect. Just like it, if that's acted, if that's pure acting, she's brilliant. Yeah, you're right. It does feel it feels genuine, and then it, as a viewer, you just like her and the whole show even more. Like on the end of the credits, some of the on some of the episodes, they had some of like the outtakes and things, hmm. and where they had like George Foreman chasing Tim Allen, like that sort of thing feels like I think they probably arranged that without him knowing as a joke, right? It all feels very. Um, I don't know, just good. It's just good vibes. Like it's I've been watching it before going to bed, like in bed with headphones on while F's asleep. And it's just like a good vibe to go to sleep to. It's like a mm. good it's a nice way to close out the day with like a couple episodes. Yeah. What's really good about it is you know, some T V shows can sort of stress you out a little bit because you sort of sympathise with the character or you think, oh, they've got themselves in the right muddle here. And, you know, that doesn't happen with this show. It's such easy watching. You can watch Mm. it. He gets himself into a muddle, but it's not stressful because you know at the end of the episode, Jill's going to have sorted shit out. He's going to have sorted shit out and it's all going to be like, okay. You know, they're both going to laugh it off together or or, or like sort things out together. You know, there's the episode where he's like really horrible to her at one point, like really quite mean to her. And she just, can't speak to him doesn't speak to him ages, and it's quite sad and you think oh no like how's he gonna fix this one they they sort it all out at the end and it and it just becomes about honesty and speaking to each other and and sorting that out and that and that's how they build their relationship but they take the mick out of each other so much you know it's like uh, 
what did the idiot have for breakfast? And she's like, you had, you know, this, mm-hmm. that and the other. And just all those moments and the kids are in on it as well. And it's, it's great. It's like this wholesome family environment that you kind of want to have and you hope you have. But it's not so fake that you think that this couldn't be possible because they have all those like moments of, oh, Jill just wants to spend time with me. That's why she's put the, uh, the clay wheel yeah. In the in the in the garage because she wants to spend time with me and, and she's like no I want you out of here I want you out of my face I, I'm stuck with you and the kids all day every day I want my own time like go away um, and it's just like that's there's just these elements are just true they're they're real aren't they you know you can't spend all your time with one person because you will just eventually kill each other you know yeah exactly and the what I really like about it as well is that the focus is on him. So lots of the, lots of sitcoms like Boy Meets World, for example, the focus is on the kids and then the parents of the secondary characters, and it's fun to focus on Tim and the adults as the primary and the kids as the secondary because now that we're at this age, he is who we relate to, mm-hmm. and I mean Tim Allen is probably only a couple years older than us when filming this. He's probably I don't know forty maybe, and you and I. Are you know both now 36 so he's only a few years older than us and which is crazy because he looks like a an adult and i still feel like a boy i'm sure you do too yeah of course so it's <laughs> of course of course of course forever <laughs> big moonhead kid with a with a hat on that doesn't fit uh, or looks like a papa john's delivery boy uh it's great to it's great and his grunting it makes me laugh every time like sometimes it even makes me laugh out loud which as you know is not something that often happens or <laughs> you know my silent laugh but it's just really funny like, it happens every episode i'm sure it annoys some people i'm sure some people can't stand it but i love it and i think tim allen is wonderful in this it's like he's built for sitcoms he's so good and natural and i know he's kind of like he's playing an exaggerated version of himself right but Mm -hmm. it's so good i mean what do you think of the grunting of it being (laughs) adult led and of tim allen's performance yeah uh, yeah he's just perfect for it isn't it like you couldn't put anyone else in that role and it'd be as successful as it has been with him i think he's just he is just made for it and obviously it's written for him and, and based on a lot of his stuff so it, it just works so well it's like kind of a match made in heaven and the grunting and stuff is just silly isn't it it's just um like a funny added extra and he, he uses it for so many different reasons like i'm the man oh, oh you know that kind of thing or oh, i've got something wrong and he's like oh and yeah. you know, this is this is how we communicate oh, oh. and you know the, I'm confused and don't know how this is going to work and it's just <laughs> like so many different versions of it that he throws in and it's kind of when he includes others with it and others can do it as well you know so you mm-hmm. know when Jill does it he's like oh that's not how you see that it's, it's you know and changes the word the, the the phrasing of it and he does it with Mark a lot gets Mark to do it quite a lot in, in the episodes which and he's like oh so it's, it's quite sweet um and a, and a few others, obviously the audience, when the audience do it, when he's on tool time. So, yeah, I, he's just great. He's a, he's a great character. And I'm pretty sure he will never change. So we'll watch seven episodes mm-hmm. of, of that being that. He will never change, which which I, I'm quite looking forward to. 
Yes. Yeah. You don't want him. You want him to be exactly how it is, but he, but because he, because because he learns his lesson, so mm. it's good. It's exactly. good. I I have to we have to touch on the episode with Stu, his friend Stu, which was played by uh, the guy that plays uh, Shooter McGavin in uh, Happy Gilmore. Mm. I thought that episode was so poignant and so good and kind of subtle in a way but and a bit understated and i think jill's character jill said it perfectly when she said but if you met him today would you want to be friends with him Mm. you know and i think that's such a impactful statement that so many people don't ask themselves in their lives where people have a shared history grew up together whatever whatever and so they just stay together but they don't really think about how but are we actually good for each other's growth or have we kind of has it run its course or would we actually choose to be friends now i just thought it was uh it surprised me with how impactful that was yeah and it's spot on as well isn't it it's spot on because there's people in our lives that we'd look at and think we've been friends with for a long time or they're in that category of friend because we've known them since childhood or since, you know, teenage years or whatever. And and we're at a point now where we don't really have much to do with that person or we don't really have that much of a connection. And they're still living, you know, years ago. As much as we said we're kids, it's because, you know, we play Crash Bandicoot on the, the games device that you got me that's called... Clumsy fox, uh, <laughs> you know, which is that. fantastic. But that that's kind of like the sum of it. That we're still, you know, we still work hard. We we do our jobs. We we do what we got to do, and we love doing our podcast, and we love catching up with each other. Um, but there's there's people out there that we're connected to that we probably shouldn't be. And that question is such a good question, such an important question as well. You know, if you met them today, would they be your friend? Probably fucking not. So mm-hmm. let's just pop, pop them in the bin as well. <laughs> it applies to so many, yeah, different people in different eras. Like it's, yeah, it was great. And and then one, I'm not sure if it was the final episode or the one before, but the when they everyone was playing the instruments on Tool Time, but out of tools, it was yeah. like the so like KBD construction. Those guys are always come in and like we love Al, we love Al. They're it's so good. I love it. I love the humor, like the two old guys where they go to the bar, um, you know, and all of that. It's just, it was really fun watching it. I mean, were there any particular episodes that stood out to you as highlights? Uh, just, it's just kind of moments that stood out, like, um, like the moments that you just said to the the band when they get together, the, the two old guys as well. And they're saying, this is how a woman should be. And this is what we expect of a woman. And when Jill turns up, they're like, Oh, hi, you know, they're falling all over her, you know, and they're doing everything. She's basically got the meeting at the palm of her hand. You know, that's, this is how good Jill is. Um, just like all of them, they, they all kind of blend into one, but even when they're getting their own back on, because is it Jill's friend or her sister? That's quite, well, there's the episode her with the friend. sister that comes around with um, her new husband. And it's like, they have a a poker game uh, mm-hmm. and there's just a lot of tension between them and the, there's the guy's version of it and the guy's kind of trying to give him advice and then there's her, Jill trying to give her advice and it it's kind of goes horribly wrong like it, it it's they're just they're not talking to each other from the beginning then they kind of 
reconcile and then there's like a bit of tension towards the end and then it's okay you know so there's bits there's moments like that that sort of stick out to me and um yeah all of it like all of it's really good like taking out like our constantly going on about how like single he is and how lonely he is and stuff like that and you think yeah everybody loves you Al. you shouldn't be lonely <laughs> you know you should be mm-hmm. you know um happy with with whoever you want to be happy with um and Pamela Anderson being in it was unexpected. I completely yep. forgot she was in it until she appeared. And I was like, wait a minute. Is that? Oh, my God, it is. And she's in the calendar at the back as well. And I was like, yep. wow, I was not expecting her to be there. You know, I knew that they had Lisa or whoever that comes out and gives them the tools and stuff. But I, I, I had no recollection of it being her. Pre-Baywatch times, yeah. Yeah, you're very young there. And the the woman that's Jill's friend at the poker game. Did you see that? That is that actress. It's the actress that plays Holly Flax in The Office. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It, well, yeah, it was her sister, wasn't it? So her she, sister, was it right? Her sister. Yeah, because yeah, the the guy coming over is the brother-in-law. Is Tim's brother-in-law? brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I wasn't expecting to see her in it either, which was like quite a nice surprise. So, yeah, it's good. She gets around. And- she yes well been in the game for a while mm. and um jill's friend that is like like the feminist friend that sort of winds up tim she is the mum in boy meets world oh is she uh, okay she's she's a really good character in this i think when yeah. she she should pop up more because when her and jill to- are together they're both hilarious because they just pick on tim the whole yeah. time and like with the green hands like you said before and just all of that it's just it is so good like when they're the, together they really do give him a run for his money the and yes and the bowling episode was fun as well i enjoyed the about because they yes they were next door to those kbd construction guys again right so yeah yeah and their and their great. lunch when they were making their lunch with the, with the, tools, yes. like the, the gourmet meals with out of all their equipment which is just ridiculous as well I love it. It's great. Well, good. Well, okay. So, overall, you enjoyed watching it. Very much so. It was good. It was a really good watch. Do you think? Would you ever like ten years down the line? Could you ever imagine yourself watching it again? Like season one, I mean. Yeah, I don't see why not. I'd give it a go again. Yeah. So he's into it. He's into <laughs> it. Should we rate it? Would you? Would you give? What would you give season one out of ten? For a sit for I mean, put it in the confines of a nineties sitcom, as good as a nineties sitcom could be. It's about a nine. I think it's an a, Ooh, high. That's high. I think it's I think it's solid. I think it's good. I think there's a good message in pretty much every episode. Um there's good comedy in it. It's kinda of harmless fun really. There's a lot of um kind of silliness that goes on as well which you know goes down well yeah i think it i think it's a a nine what would you what would you give it yeah i think nine is good because there's room to go because Mm. i i seem to my memory tells me that i enjoyed it more when the kids were a bit older um like when they were teenagers so we'll see um who knows but yeah i think nine is good i also really enjoyed it looking forward to season two 
probably take me another two weeks to get there i'll let you know when should, it was episode 15 a good time when i get to that point to let you know or was that a bit should i let you know when i'm like halfway through yeah when, whenever you're ready for me to start watching it and then i'll do my best to crack through <laughs> we know you will we know you <laughs> will well good well if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast then thank you and check us out ravenshoops.net why dom because basketballs go through hoops but yet they also go through nets ravenshoops.net dom what i think this outro needs is more power (laughs) so i'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna turn it over to you to do our Tim, the tall man, Taylor, Ravens chant on free. Okay. Okay, everybody. <laughs> We're going to do the Ravens chant. Are you ready? Let me hear you go. What are we going to do? We're going to say Ravens on free. And then we go. Ready? One, two, three. Three. Ravens! Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>